Welcome everyone to the Breast Hustle Podcast, where we talk all things women, women in business, leadership and women's health. Hosted by Rachel Whittaker, owner and amazing inventor of the one-handed bra, Bra Easy. A podcast where she shares her journey on building a lingerie brand with a difference. And now, here's your host, Rachel. Welcome back, everybody, to The Breast Hustle with me, Rachel Whitaker. And my thought for this week is all around, I was listening to some music and I thought whoever wrote Easy Like a Sunday Morning obviously didn't have kids. So our topic today is all around generational curses and I probably need to elaborate that on that a little bit more. By that I mean how I was raised compared to how I've raised my children, how my mother was raised and how her mother was raised. And you've got to think about over the the decades how different the world has changed and and how it's become now and how informed we are now compared to what they had back when my grandmother was young. They were living through the Great Depression, so they had minimal uh, minimal items as far as I guess you could call them very sustainable. They would have their own veggie patches because they needed to be self-sufficient in a lot of ways. Everybody would be able to sew so you could create your own clothes because there wasn't the shops like that we've got now, the bringing it, being brought up during a Great Depression, I can't imagine the things that they missed out on, on um, and some of the stuff that they, my grandmother used to tell me that they used to eat, we wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot bowl. But back then, that's all they had as far as, an op- as uh, something to consume. They didn't have butter, so, um, you know, you would hear things like they would use lard on toast. I'm like, oh, (laughs) that's just sounds disgusting to me. But when you think about that, that generation then married um, the men returning from war. And so my grandfather, he was a US Marine who settled here in Australia after the Second World War. So my granddad was in some of the big skirmishes in the South South Pacific and um, at the end of the war he decided to settle in Australia and married my, my grandmother and they had a ton of kids as, as everybody did back then and a lot of those men would have been returning from war with PTSD but we didn't recognise it back then. We didn't even know the term and so... There was stories of families where the dad was really violent towards the mother and the children and wasn't coping well. And we look at it now and go, well, yeah, PTSD, untreated. They often would drink to try and get rid of, you know, the feelings or the lack of feelings is the other side of that. It's... um. It was a very interesting time when you look back and considered some of the struggles that they would have went through. And then you think about my mother's age group and having parents who were in the war and had been through the depression and you had to be thankful for everything you got and you still 
had that expectation that you would um, learn how to sew and be a bit more self-sufficient and everybody still had a veggie patch. And even my mother, when we were young, had a massive veggie patch. And one time I remember my brother, he was sitting at the dinner table and he was eating some um, silver beet, which I can't stand and I won't eat it today. And he said, oh, mum, there's a, there's a half a bug on my, my plate when the silver beet. And she said, oh, well, the other half's probably dead. You've eaten it. <laughs> so just, anyway, it's we, when we were kids, we were allowed to like go out of the house for hours and, and like half a day at a time and be just wandering all over the neighbourhood, playing with the other kids. We do – we build uh, teams and do sports and play soccer and tennis and cricket and whatever bat and ball we could get our hands on. And if we could only get hold of the ball, then it would be netball and basketball um, and soccer. So we were very um, busy all the time as kids, playing as kids. And then when you think about our kids they're very sedentary. They're not really into the sport. They're not great with um, team games and they get that at school during COVID. They're not getting that interaction. So it's going to be very surprising to see what does the world look like after we come out all of these COVID lockdowns globally and we can get out and have big groups of people. I know that when I go to the shops at the moment, if there's a lot of people there, I feel really anxious about it. And so I try and pick a day when there's no one there because I just feel more comfortable. But back to the topic of generational curses, when you think about these uh, war veterans coming back from the war to look after their families with the PTSD, obviously there was a lot of... Um, Oh, I can't even think of the word. Like, just to imagine that environment where the father and the leader of the house, because back then it was, you know, a woman couldn't even get a mortgage. They had to get a man to sign off to the bank that they could get a mortgage. So really restricted um, lifestyle as far as what we would know today. Uh, women these days can go to the bank and get their mortgage for themselves. They don't need a man to sign off to the bank to get that for them. So there's some incredible changes that have gone on over the journey and a lot of those freedoms we've had to fight for as women but we also recognize now that when people come from a really strong strict environment often there's some uh some other things that are actually the reason for those strict environments and I know that when you when you've had someone around you or if you yourself have suffered from PTSD you really need that structure because you can't cope with anything else and how you cope or how you can't cope is up to you and how you respond to that. So it's super important to think about when you see somebody absolutely going off and not coping and overreacting in a lot of ways to very little things, you need to think about where does that come from? Is that their normal way of being or is there something that's triggering that? And at the moment, we have um, in Australia, we have Are You Are OK Day. And so it's about asking people, 
are you really okay? So ladies, I just want you to make sure that you touch base with all of your uh, girlfriends, sisters, aunties, mothers, grandmothers, and make sure that they're okay. They've come from a very different uh, background as far as how our parents all brought us up. And so we need to give them a little bit of a chop out. I know because I've encouraged my kids to ask lots of questions, regardless of someone's age, I know that older people see that as really offensive. They want to ask, answer the question, but then you need to move on because that's how it is. We're not there to be interrogated by a five-year-old. And yeah, my kids did that when they were little. They um, would interrogate my mother and, and uh, she didn't appreciate it at the time. But on the other hand, I've brought up some really strong, uh, smart women and so I'm super proud of that. Like, how can you not be? They're always going to ask the questions to be able to enable them to make the right decisions about things. It will be interesting to see when I'm a grandmother, how they bring up their kids and what things they allow them to do and not to do. We have so much information these days that people realize the world wasn't isn't as safe as we used to think it was. Uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting thing when you think about that a very young child from the age of five even has access to some a wealth of information that is at the tips of their fingers at any moment. And they use that information and it helps inform them so we do need to be conscious of what they're looking at and what they're understanding and how they're interpreting things and have those discussions with them. Because if they're getting a skewed point of view from whichever source other than yourself, you just need to be aware of it so you can manage that. Give them the opportunity to ask questions. It's not anything that they've got against you. It's just how this generation is being brought up. So support each other, support one another and um, take care and thank you so much for the follow. It means the world to me and I'll see you again next week. Bye for now.